Sounds good. All right. Let's do this. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. My name is Robin. Uh, my name is Stephanie. Season 10 of Smallville. About halfway through. Wrapping it up. Episodes Icarus. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave you standing. <laughs> I'm not scrolling uh, at all. <laughs> This whole this whole batch was a blur to me. No pun intended. Uh, collateral. Was, oh, collateral. There was one called Masquerade. Before that was Beacon, and then Beacon for- Masquerade, and then the best episode Fortune. ever. <laughs> the freaking the the absolute best episode. Like I, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be just. It's such a Buffy episode. <laughs> it, no, no, no. It is. It is. Uh, I, I, do you have? Is, was there an episode of Buffy where they just all like were super hungover and had no idea what happened? <laughs> it's almost like I, spin the bottle from Angel. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they don't have different personalities when they wake up. But you know they have to remember, you know what the heck happened. But uh, well, I have questions, so let's start. The only episode where you'll see Clark super speed into a lamppost. So I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, let's start. Let's let's get the uh, the final. Mid-season finale over with first. This is Icarus. It's the one where Hawkman dies. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Because, like, that's his thing. He dies. We knew he was going to die. We were He's really good at dying. Die. He said that. <laughs> he dies all the time. Yeah. And then he, him and his girl, his wife, are going to come back. Mm-hmm. That will be, let's see. I don't know what the season finale is, but I know he flies. Are you talking about Hawkman? Because he's dead already. (laughs) No. I couldn't couldn't imagine if you talk about anybody else. The series finale (laughs) will be, you know, that. The penultimate episode will be the wedding. The episode before that, Hawkman and his wife will come back. Oh, okay. So you're expecting them to return. Hmm? I'm sorry. I don't have that information. I was not talking to you. Did I say Siri? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I said, are you, were you expecting, uh, you're expecting Hawkman to return? Yes. Okay. Like, it's not that uh, dramatic because we were expecting it to happen. Right. And he'll be he'll be back. No biggie. Okay. Well, I want to get this out of the way first. Most importantly, um, at the beginning of Icarus, we see that the latest movies that are playing are <laughs> The Pyramid of Doom and Noximus. So... Uh, what, does even, what does that even mean? I have no idea. <laughs> Is that even a word? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, there's this whole romantic proposal going on on the screen. And meanwhile, uh, I'm going, move, Clark, move your head. I got to see the sign. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I look, too. Uh, yeah. Lois, just shut up and let him propose. Just be quiet. Yeah, but it's like, it's it's so Lois to just keep babbling on and on and on. <laughs> well, Clark just tries things. to sputter things out. Um. I like that. Uh, okay, that yeah, that was a cute little proposal. Mm-hmm. It was sweet. That was great. Uh, the, the fact. I that mean, there's like nothing to say about it. It just is. Oh, okay, okay. You I got can, something to say about I, it. I can take. I can, can talk, I can talk all, all night about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that oh my god, it just so romantic. Like he's got this romantic dinner ready, and she's like ruining it, talking about the VRA and the curfew or whatever. 
And uh, so luckily he has something else in mind. And I don't know if this was his plan all along, but to propose at the at the phone booth that they talk to each other as the Blur and Lois and to shower her with flower petals and and just it was it was magical. It was magical. Yeah, I I don't think he had he didn't have that plan because he saw somebody walk into the restaurant with a bouquet of flowers, and right. that's where he got the idea, and he went uh, and got other flowers. Because he saw so, a table that was set for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So he was going to, yeah, he was going to propose in the restaurant, and this worked out even better. Because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. had they got to do the blur uh, role-playing game. So, and then we get Lois with her ring the, after that, flashing her ring. Oh, ah, just like gesturing wildly with her hands. <laughs> yeah, nobody cared. There was nobody around. She couldn't. She couldn't. Bright, she couldn't. You know, there was nobody to be happy for. The first person she saw that did notice the ring was Cat, and she was like, oh, "Are you knocked up?" <laughs> like, obviously, that's the only reason you're getting married is because you're pregnant. Obviously, yeah. But yeah, the whole thing where the VRA is now set up metal detectors at the the Daily Planet offices because you know the vigilantes. Yeah, fascism. Yeah. Oh God, that's just a worst <laughs> night to talk about this. Okay, moving on. Um, but you know, just the fact that she's like, "Oh, did I set set it off with this ring?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, we have this great. We have another flashback to something that was filmed during Lazarus with Chloe and Lois, and uh, how she's just wondering why it never worked out with Clark and Lana. And I like that that we get to kind of step back and talk about Lana for a minute because, and why is it that, you know, like the, the one thing that uh, kept Lana away from Clark was the fact that she finally was just poison to him, <laughs> like literal poison to him. Uh, but Chloe says that it was, uh, it's just, she, you know, she uses fate. It's fate for Clark to be with Lois. So. Yeah. Cause I think it's been mentioned a time or two before yeah. that uh, it, Lana just was not the one. It just wasn't fate. It's just not who he was supposed to be with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, also, like right before that or after that or whatever, I like that <laughs> Tess comes in acting like old Tess mm-hmm. uh, and then immediately changes her demeanor when she's talking to Lois. Yep. And yeah, she's we're updating the, the, the surprise thing later on. Updating the eye retinal scan. Retinal scan. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, come on. I, I love this. Like all these people like we've been with, you know, you know, a few of them we've only been with for the past couple of years, so to speak, quote unquote. Um, but it's just amazing. This is a surprise engagement party. I, I just feel so warm when these guys are all together. And I guess that's what um, uh, makes me so happy about Fortune as well, because uh, that really ends uh, pretty well, too. Um but I just, you know, it's like, oh, man, these are like my friends. <laughs> like, Tess, Ali, and, uh, and we got Carter. And, and who's the blonde? I didn't even recognize her without her co- costume, but uh, Courtney. Oh. And, and Clark asking Ollie to be his best man. And uh, Carter talking about being married a hundred times. <laughs> uh, and then, but then he talks about how... He, yeah, because because Hawkman and Oliver are still have that rivalry that yeah. uh, going on, but but Hawkman, you know, was like, I I lost my wife. Yeah, losing her is terrible. I know you lost Chloe. I'm so sorry. So they like 
commiserated together. Mm-hmm. But also, it kind of like, oh, whoa, what if Clark lost Lois? Put you, it made you think of, you know, mm-hmm. now Clark has somebody, somebody that he could lose. Right. Um, and then we get that uh, scene where Ollie and Carter and Courtney have to like fight off actual citizens of Metropolis that you know are won over by Fox News and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or sorry, what what's the name for Fox News in this uh, this show? Oh, uh, Dark Side. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Cat is pissed that Tess isn't going full Breitbart. Um, <laughs> that was my next note. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Slade crying that he on, on the news that he was a victim of an explosion by the Oliver Queen. And then uh. because and all that is happening, so Clark shuts down Watchtower until it's safe again. And he and, goes to leave. He leaves, but then it just ends up at. Uh, at Slade's office and he runs into Carter and Oliver. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, you're, I was supposed to be, into, you're here too. <laughs> <laughs> and we get but then, the, yeah. Sorry, in the meantime, uh, there, the Gestapo is, <laughs> they really are dressed up. like the Gestapo, aren't they? <laughs> they really are. Yeah. <laughs> they gather up Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. and, uh, Tess and, uh, Lois. Lois mm-hmm. and somebody else. Who else is in that room? Cat Grant. Cat Grant. Oh, Even though yeah. she's like completely on the VRA side, she's just associated with Lois and Taz, so she's brought in. And Lois uses her Windows phone to warn Clark. Mm. Yeah, she tries to, but I like that. Uh, oh, yeah, the crossword thing. Yeah. yeah, Hamilton has that. You know, the phones are bug. Do not call Hamilton. Clark. Yeah, I have email on my you, notes. So if you say Hamilton, I'm gonna have to <laughs> echo echo you. I know, but I can't even remember his first Emil. 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 Yeah, and somehow uh, Lois gets out of that room and gets in Tessa's office, and she's looking for just something to to signal to Clark, and she finds Tessa's escape hatch. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so awesome. Um, yeah, Trotter here is interrogating them. Oh, ask she's yeah. They're interrogating Hamilton, Hamilton, asking you know how can you afford to just work these few hours a week? Right. And, oh, I, I volunteer for under you know served areas, and, and so they're just, they're hoping that they catch them uh, that their stories don't all add up. Mm-hmm. Trotter tries to pull out the the love triangle between her and Clark and the blur, <laughs> and. Uh, and then Lois is like, if you target the citizens without proof, public opinion will not be in your favor anymore, and I'll put it on the front page. Bam! Hashtag journalism. <laughs> um, and then Tess is like, oh, you're former lovers with Oliver Queen, and now you're business partners? Where are the vigilantes? So anyway, um, I like that uh, Carter talks to Ollie about how... Um, He's seen this hatred, the darkness before, the Spanish Inquisition, the Third Reich. Every dark time, it's it's been stopped. And uh, very inspiring, Carter. Very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was like, there's hope for us yet. Yes, Carter, I know. Thank you. Um, then, uh, oh, yeah, we have Kat, who doesn't 
decides not to turn Lois in because she pleads to Kat's good reporter instincts and who she thinks is actually the hero and the, yeah, and the blur saved her. What, uh, oh, uh, you know, what, what, who do you want setting an example for your son? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and she said, Oh, well, by the way, you've been saved by the blur on at least two occasions <laughs> and you just right. don't know it. <laughs> Yeah, there was this one time when I got blown up in a car with Clark and then ended up outside the car with Clark, so... <laughs> hmm, I just don't right? know how that happened. How that happened? So, Lois goes to confront Slade, who is in Ollie's office. I guess she went to Ollie's office and found Slade there. And uh, he puts a gun to her head. Uh. And then she smashes his bald head with a glass. And, and then Hawkman, just freaking grand entrance. I love it so much. Oh, that was gorgeous. Just yeah. smashes through the window and then curls his wings around him to deflect. Uh, oh, wait. He, s- he slides and he's got his wings curled around him. He And then he starts deflecting bullets with his gauntlets. That's right. And then he's got his freaking mace out and he's fighting Slade. And uh, let me just say, I love Michael Hogan. <laughs> he's awesome. But um, I'm not sure if you put this together or not, but um, the character that Michael Hogan is playing in Smallville is played by Manu Bennett in, on Arrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm thinking the fight between Manu Bennett and, you know, um, uh, I forget what the guy's name is. Carter. Yeah. Well, it's Carter. Hawk, but what Hawkman. Who the actor is, but... I, I I just think that would have been great, but it, they had lots of good slow motion and stuff. And uh, yes. Michael Shanks, Michael Shanks, that's right, who's looking yeah. a lot busier than he did in Stargate. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Mike, uh, Michael Hogan, Michael Hogan. Yep, he's he's a, he's not a spring chicken. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, somehow he gets behind Hawkman and stabs him. Don't know how that stabs happened, him, yeah. but it did. And then there's some kind of gas leak mm-hmm. and some a flame. I can't remember how that happened, but there was an explosion mm-hmm. yep. and his wings got burned. But he, but oh, Lois went out, got blown out the window. Yes. And so Hawkman goes after her. And On fire, flying down the building to catch her. Yeah. Uh, did someone say Icarus? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just thought, what an amazing scene. That that was so. That was great. Amazing, uh, just looks so cool. They're not half half assing it. No, you know how in most shows about this time it just gets lazy mm-hmm. and repetitive, but they're always coming up with something new mm-hmm. to keep it fresh. And it's like, yeah, exactly. And you know, this is the episode where Hawkman gets taken out, and uh, it's not just a. Uh, I don't know. It's it's. He does it like being a hero, mm-hmm. and, and, he, and he accepts death. Uh, he was you know, he well, and he's rescuing Clark's love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just it just speaks to what a friend he is, and how devoted he is to the Justice League of America. I guess are mm-hmm. we are we the Justice League of America? Well, we're the Justice League of America. He is a part of the Justice Society of America, um, but yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's devoted to the group. He's, devo- he's devoted to a, justice. He's devoted to <laughs> Clark, being a good friend of Clark, and he's yeah. you know determined to, uh, so Clark will not lose his love. Like he loses his wife constantly. So somehow uh, Slade survives this. He stumbles out of the building. Uh, yeah, he smoky. says that he can't die. He says, mm-hmm. 
Let's see. Let's just say the Reaper can swing its sickle at me, but I am beyond death stroke now. <laughs> oh, he's death stroke. Death stroke. Oh. A true soldier does what he can to finish the job. And then Clark says, then consider this finished. I thought, oh my gosh, is Clark going to kill him? <laughs> but he did not. Nope. He sent him to uh, Superman jail. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that was a very surprising reveal that Clark had this this crystal, but he this this is the thing that he used to uh, you know bust ghosts a few seasons ago seasons ago with the phantoms flying around. Uh. But uh, there goes there goes uh, um, Slade sent to the Phantom Zone. I like that they that this happens and the you know the show ends, but like well you know it, there's more more to come, but. You know, episode ends, and later it's actually commented on, like, uh, Clark is basically serving his own justice now, but it's only until, you know, the darkness is expunged and he can trust the United States government again hmm. and, and the justice system. When did that come up? I don't remember that. Uh, it's in my notes. It'll eventually – I'll eventually oh, scroll okay. by it and I'll mention it. Okay. All right, so yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm a pro at dying. This is all of our fight. This is what we do. We can't do what we have to do if there's an emptiness in our heart. I'm sorry I won't be there to help you fight the darkness, but you have all the help you need. And he kind of gestures towards Lois. And then we go to Egypt and Clark, Lois, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Stargirl, Cyborg, Impulse, Aquaman, Zatanna, and John Jones. And of course, we only see the people that are being paid. <laughs> the rest are body doubles. Oh, you realize okay. that, right? Yeah. I don't think I even saw John Jones. Oh yeah, everybody's got their head heads kind of bowed, you know. But uh-huh. uh, yeah, they're all there for him. Um, and then strangely, a white pyramid rises from the sand and knocks them all out. Mid-season finale. Dun dun dun. And uh, yeah. What could knock Clark out? Uh, a shiny white pyramid, obviously. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's never really explained, is it? Like, Mm-mm. the next time we see them, it's all virtual world and they're kept in a lab and all this stuff. But, uh, like, what's up with the white pyramid? How does that work? <laughs> yeah, Nobody actually it, claims responsibility. How did it work on Clark? Yeah. What? Okay. This next episode, I got lots of questions about Chloe because I do not understand. <laughs> okay. Well, let me what just, is going on with Chloe? Let me just close out this Icarus here. Mm-hmm. I, I I made sure to narrow down my homages to ones I could that I felt like talking about because last week I just like copy pasted. But um, uh, so homages to previous seasons. Uh, Clark meets Lois in front of the wedding jewelry store that they had pretended to be shopping for a wedding ring to catch a stalker uh, and committed. Oh, that was a great one. Good right? times. Good times. Uh, Clark proposes to Lois in front of their special phone booth, where Lois first developed a relationship with the Blur in season eight's Stiletto. Mm. And Carter flying down after Lois is very similar to Clark rescuing Lana in season seven's Action. Remember when he mm-hmm. went swooping down the building? And I uh, got a needle drop out of this episode. Uh, Paul Tanisha. Tanisha. Uh, his song City Lights is on the playlist now. It's uh, what plays during Hawkman's funeral. Mm. Collateral! The one where Tom Cruise hires Jamie Foxx as his <laughs> chef, chauffeur <laughs> to go on a night of being a hitman. Okay. The one where Clark, Ollie, Lois, Dinah, and a bunch of other heroes we never see get stuck in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. 
it's this episode. Uh, and Chloe is Agent Smith. <laughs> yes. This episode, she's also the Oracle. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, um, this episode, is, I don't know. I'm, it might be the weakest of the bunch, um, but it's got a lot of cool effects. And I don't know. Well, let's see. Um, this is this is a uh, oh, this, this isn't a Brian Kumler one. This is a Jordan Holly one. Anyway, um, Lois calls the VRA. Stop giving me the runaround, bitch, or I will come for you. <laughs> Oh yeah, I love that. I mean, uh, I love that she's she's tr- she's truly worried about Clark. He's missing. She hasn't seen him, and we don't realize that. It's like, wait a second, hold on. <laughs> Wasn't she knocked out too? Like, you know. So I, I almost I I do like the this like it plays with your memory, plays with plays with your mind, and uh, I, I'm a huge fan of the X Files episode Field Trip where they're stuck in underground goo and they're just they keep having to figure out that they're oh no we're in another dream again you know and th- what what's going on around us is not real um but uh yeah Clark Clark returns he has no powers neither of them can remember anything and all of a sudden Clark's having flashes of being held down on an operating table and Chloe saying put him back under which is like uh. oh shoot Chloe go bad and uh, Allison Mack returns to the credits. Uh, meanwhile, Ollie is confused at his apartment. It's all taped up. He's got Chloe's hot pick on his phone. I made sure to t- note that. Um, and then he's having those flashes too. And smashes mm-hmm. his glass table. Um, mm. We're at Watchtower. Clark and Lois at Watchtower. They find Dinah there. Who put plastic on everything? Who knows? Um <laughs> Dinah's got longer blonde hair because that is the dream version of herself. Um, she likes it <laughs> when she has the long blonde hair. Um, Did you notice the scar on her neck? Oh, actually, not until like later on. Until until like it was, she lost, she's powerless too. But I didn't realize that it was because she thought she got basically operated on, and she thinks <laughs> Chloe as well. Um, Ollie gets committed. Um, he thinks that maybe Chloe's behind this, but he doesn't want to believe it. And then after Clark leaves him and says he's going to go get him help, that's when Chloe walks through a wall. What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what I was thinking. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> the drugs must be working, says Ollie. Um, but this is why she says they entr- imprisoned your mind in a virtual world. And Chloe is actually hacked in. This is her avatar. And um, she teaches a mind over matter. And he makes a straight jacket disappear. And uh, we also have a little bit of inception here because uh, uh, the the door that she's talking about is 800 feet over Broadway. So it's like the push, you know, to get himself to get out of that dream world. We need the push. And this is after Inception came out, too. This is uh, – I'm old. Um, <laughs> so uh, – oh, uh, and if you have to completely believe that um, – you know, you're going to go through a door and escape this world or else you're going to die. Like the, they start talking about like a parachute or falling out of a jet and his, his chute doesn't open. And it's not the impact that kills him. It's the realization that he's going to die. Uh, you know, I was so excited for Inception. I thought it was going to be so good. Well, that, and I hated it. Oh, man, You know, it's okay that you don't like good things. I mean, it's getting harder and harder to deal with. I'm glad you like Smallville. <laughs> I'm glad you like Buffy. Uh, remind me to tell you something later. <laughs> okay. 
I remember uh, during the time of the San Diego Comic Con is uh, when That's I met it. you. I went That's to it. I went to see that in an IMAX while I was in uh, oh. Los Angeles. Oh wait! Oh, was oh. no! I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you a story. I thought you, but I thought maybe I had told you before. I thought you were going to say the story because it was at that same time. The, but never mind. We'll talk about it. Yeah, later. it came out that weekend, I believe. Inception came out while we were at Comic Con. I think so. Or, or right, right. I mean, I saw that in the theater, and I don't think I would have waited. Like mm. it, it wasn't out for more than a week. I don't think. Anyway. Nobody cares. <laughs> What's your story? I I'll tell you later. It's about somebody, so I can't tell you right now on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Uh, gossip. Gossip. <laughs> um, but don't worry. We are definitely talking about you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, Lois and Clark trust Chloe, but Diana doesn't. And um, they see... Oh, yeah. Chloe... Escapes with Oliver through the hospital, and she pulls dual pistols out and starts blowing away VR yeah. oper- or, uh, men in black. Really, um, so they see this footage. It's like, holy crap! Chloe is killing people now. Now we're not fans of murder. <laughs> so um, Clark sneaks off to meet with Chloe, and um, but uh, yeah, they, they she and Oliver can't talk Clark into it, so they just jump off the roof. Um, on their own, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. So Oliver's out. Yeah, she gets he gets a kiss and realizes that Rick Flag and Deadshot are actually working for Chloe now. And then she says, "Like we, I have six minutes to get um, the rest of them out." Um, <laughs> and it's like we only saw Clark, Lois, and Dinah, but allegedly, <laughs> Impulse is in there, Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, Cyborg. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but. Okay, so Rick Flag kidnapped Oliver. Watchtower traded herself for Oliver. Chloe did. So Chloe was kidnapped by Flag, mm-hmm. held hostage, held by Flag, but then they ended up working for her? Yep. Okay. Yeah, uh where is it? Does it did I have it written down? There is a reason. She blackmailed Flag into service. Uh, she explains she reprogrammed Flag's missile program, and then threatened to turn Flag over to the government unless he worked for her. Okay. So basically, yeah. So all that stuff that happens before, even with in, during Thanksgiving, you know, that didn't mm-hmm. happen while Chloe was with with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they they got taken by the VRA, and then Chloe went into action and. And uh, blackmailed Flag and Deadshot to help her. But and then also she traveled, in which comes up later, and found other heroes. Oh yes, but that's later. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's so good. Uh, um, uh, so I love that we get a Black Canary Chloe fight with Chloe learning has learned kung fu, mm-hmm. <laughs> Matrix style, and then just like Canary finally gets so fresh. Like I love the Chloe. Running up the wall and flipping over and then taking Black Canary out and then Canary getting frustrated and throws a knife right at her face and Chloe just stops it with her mind. It's so mm. very much Matrixy. Mm-hmm. And then I love uh, Dinah's line is, uh, looks like this Canary has to eat some crow. <laughs> <laughs> and she wonders uh, why doesn't uh, – Chloe wonders why doesn't Clark trust her and it's like, uh, you left us. So – 
we don't know what you've been doing all these yeah. months. Mm-hmm. So Lois ends up believing Chloe. I, I love how ridiculous this all sounds, too. It's like, is it really? You guys are really just believing this? Like, I mean, I can understand Dinah believing it. She stops it, stops a knife with her mind, and I don't know, does all the stuff that's not Chloe like. Oliver makes his own straitjacket disappear with his mind. But, I mean, I. Lois is just basically believing because it's her cousin, and why would her cousin lie to her? Right. Um, and Clark eventually has to go for that too. But meanwhile, Chloe, uh, Chloe's avatar gets hijacked and um, tries uh, tries to talk Clark and Lois not to go through the door, and then um, Lois actually has to backhand her through some glass doors, which. Maybe but at that point she's like, "Wow, I have video game energy. <laughs> like, like, this must not be real." Um, and we have Flag uh, and Dead Deadshot saving Chloe, and it's very weird. They see the Suicide Squad and uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary fighting off uh, the Gestapo together. But um, and Deadshot's got some. You remember that movie Wanted? <laughs> yeah, where he curved the bullets. Yes. He like curves two bullets around Chloe's head and takes mm-hmm. two soldiers. Um, so Chloe takes back over. Oh, wait, no. Lois is telling. Chloe doesn't take back over. It's the Avatar that's trying to stop um, Clark. And then it we have like uh, the bully fight from Matrix Reloaded where like multiple Agent Smiths start popping out. And it's multiple Chloe's all like around him. Mm-hmm. And so Lois is like, take a leap of faith, trust yourself, I believe in you. And then we get this magnificent scene of Clark taking flight and flying him and Lois around the Daily Planet. And then... It's another cheat! I love it! And I love the fact that, again, they take the second to just kind of focus in on them. They look at each other, and they just smile at each other. You know? And I just love that. I love it. It's like, it's like this is not this, like... This is, this is, they're so connected, you know, they're, I don't know. Um, they trust each other. They trust each other. So much. Mm-hmm. They believe, they, they believe in each other. Lois knows how much this means to Clark and Clark knows how much this means to Lois. And yeah, it's so cool. So anyway, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Lois asks Chloe to be her maid of honor. Um, Chloe and Oliver make up. She said the fate helmet actually told her to stay away till a certain time. So I guess that means uh, the fate helmet is determining our contracts. And <laughs> uh, she says she's going to stick around because she's a liar. <laughs> um. So at the end of the episode, uh, Clark says that soaring over the planet was amazing. When one day maybe we'll fly into the real world, and he always believed he could do the impossible, and one day he will. Da da da. <laughs> All right, homages. Obviously, the whole dream world stuff, very reminiscent of Labyrinth, if you remember that, and also the straitjacket as well. Um, Lois giving Clark hope with her words and then him taking off in the air is similar to uh, the episode Hex, but the difference is Chloe was actually in Lois, with, has had Lois's body. <laughs> Do what? Remember in Hex when Clark had to jump up the. De- to the top of the Daily Planet, and Chloe in the body of Lois actually gives him some inspiring words, and then oh, he takes right okay. off. Yeah. 
Um, and then, of course, the whole leap, uh, you know, the flying with Lois is, you know, we got a little bit of that when Clark was on Red Kryptonite and Crimson and they, he was, he basically jumped from the Daily Planet, I think, to Oliver Queen's apartment. Uh huh. You know, the place where we hide our mothers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Beacon! The one where the world makes a stand for Clark Kent. Or rather, the blur. <sighs> Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> all right, so Tess discovers somebody approved an anti-vigilante article, and who is in her office? But <gasps> Lionel Luther. What? And Tess and Lionel Luther. And then, of course, he drops the line: "Rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated." <laughs> that was great. Uh, Lionel wants to be the father she was wanted She's not falling for that So now he's like I need to find Lex You've abandoned him mm. And Tess is like I'm going to find him before you do And then we go to the watchtower And we see that Chloe and Oliver Have made the place very comfy <laughs> <laughs> Oh is this where they're in the bed together? <laughs> yeah in the middle of watchtower <laughs> Naked <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Lois is campaigning door to door for heroes. We see a pro hero rally on the TV. It's Martha. Join together like a family so our united strength shines through the hate like a beacon. Vote down the VRA! And then there's a gunshot. Um, but luckily, Martha was wearing a bulletproof vest, but one nicked her shoulder. And this is Clark, you know, again, like being very worried about. Violence and hurting people that don't deserve it, and no one needs to sacrifice himself for me. And Martha is not shaken by this at all. She is. No way. She's still at it. I'm willing to sacrifice myself, just like your father did. I'm not ready to say goodbye to you too, says Clark. <laughs> Feelings. Um, <laughs> and we have a nice Martha Chloe moment, and Chloe again justifying uh, her contract. I needed to leave so Clark could stand on his own. Just like you did, Martha. She's like, yeah, my contract was up to it. <laughs> I needed to spend some time away as well. Um, and you know, it's just like a nice little ode to Martha, Chloe, saying that you taught me how to take care of the people we love, which is yeah, lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Clark discovers... Uh, I love... Clark finds Ollie like in a hoodie, like investigating as well. <laughs> That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Bullets are made of meteor rock. This was personal. I love we get a little bit of a dig here. Did you catch this? Lois on the phone saying, I called about oh, doing. You're uh, not fair and balanced. Yeah. I called about doing a pro hero piece for your paper. Well, then you really don't have no business calling yourselves a fair and balanced now, do you? F U State Television. Um, I mean, people, this was kind of like, it was coming. Why didn't you see it? You didn't see it coming. I did. I always feel it's so cheesy sometimes when you're watching something on TV that's live or whatever, you know, that's coming on every week. And they're clearly commenting on things that are happening in the real world. And it's like, oh, you think uh, it's cheesy? Dude, when I hear Mulder and Scully talking about Trump, that really bothered me. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to hear about that. Uh, but when we're when you're watching an old show and you're like and, and it, the the themes that keep popping up are commenting on things that they had no idea that they'd be commenting about years later. I I'm 
I would, I just was really, uh, I just, I don't know. I got a big kick out of it, you know? Huh. And also got depressed at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, yeah. Like, did you watch, uh, Jurassic Park 2 or Jurassic World 2? Probably didn't, right? No. Yeah. Uh, I, Jurassic, the Jurassic Park movie, I fall asleep every time. The, the Jurassic World, right? Not, not the original. Uh, the original. I'm not a creature feature person. You're turning me into a creature. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But they had stuff in there, too. It was like uh, they had like Toby Jones, who had a very floppy blonde haircut. And he was acting like uh, you know, a spoiled rich guy. And uh, like another guy calls this, uh, this young woman a nasty woman. And I'm just like, ugh. You know, and it's like, I realize what you're doing. But it's like, I don't want to think about that stuff right now. Oh, okay. I but see. when I'm seeing something that's, you know, commenting on something I had no idea it was going to comment on, <laughs> like Smallville, <laughs> I don't know. I get a little more into, into it. Anyway, uh, Lois nervously baking. Martha says, no need for that. She's been, she's been impressed with Lois for years. <laughs> and then gives her her locket. That was cute. Mm. You are a perfect fit. You inspire him. Martha starts talking, like Lois is wondering what to do, and Martha says that Perry once printed pamphlets himself when nobody would print his stories. And uh, So that gives Lois an idea. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Lionel finds Alexander, who has a uh, fresh head of hair, and now looks like yeah. the kid from High School Musical. <laughs> yeah. I love that they, they're bringing these, like... I do too. That they're bringing, yeah. That we've we've seen these kids before so many times throughout the years. Yeah, and now, yeah, it's coming full circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the only one they didn't bring back is the one they used in the pilot. You know, they had to get like Connor Stanhope to play play him in a flashback um, during the Doomsday stuff. I don't know if you remember, (laughs) but um, I think it's cool to see Lucas Graviel here and, and that he's you know he's still. Playing a pretty good, pretty good Lex Luthor, you know. Um, and yeah, he has he has all Lex's memories. He remembers Lionel dying, and it was he, the greatest day of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no biggie, or you know, no offense, but I really like killing you. <laughs> and uh, um, and he asked for Lionel's help to kill Clark. And Lionel says, in the other world, I betrayed you for that boy, but I have a second chance now. Mm. Um, then, then Clark finds the S on the roof and immediately oh, yeah. knows that it's Lex who shot at his mother. Mm. And he was, and Lex was hoping that Clark would super speed in front of the bullet and it, have, it, it being kryptonite would <laughs> kill him. Yes, exactly. And... You know, it was like a weird thing about like the bullet like exploded because it hit the vest or something, and uh, that's why there's green kryptonite all over the place. But it's also like, why wasn't Clark repelled by Martha when he saw Martha? Like, if it exploded, it wouldn't have gotten all of her shirt. Yeah, and what about the casing? It had like, I know it was weird. Uh, Oliver walks into his old office to find not only. Has the office not looked like a bomb went off in it <laughs> a couple episodes ago? Uh, but uh, the palette has been changed from uh, green back to purple again. So now it's Lionel's office. 
yet again. Mm. Full circle. And he and Alexander are here to take the company back. And Ali, Ali's, Ali's escorted out, but he says he's coming for Lionel. And Lionel's like, your people are going to turn on you. Yeah, because he said, in this world, you kill my parents. He said, yeah, I killed your parents in my world, too. Yeah, I know. He's so <laughs> flippant. Oh, man. Um, so Tess warns Clark that Lionel's here, and Clark says he's going to go talk to Jarrell. He says, no one do anything till I get back. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so um, Lionel and Alexander are now taking back the mansion. And find Martha there, who says, you don't belong here. And Martha does all these threats towards Lionel, and he says, and Lionel says, I find you very attractive, Martha. (laughs) (laughs) And he brings up the whole watch thing, and he goes to kiss her. It's very close. It's a little little hotness going on between John Glover and Ned O'Toole. They kind of brought it. What were you thinking? Okay. <laughs> well, all I could think was I can't believe uh, Martha is in. It, you know, has just went to Lex's mansion. Lex there to confront him after he tried to kill her. You know, yeah. shot her. Yeah, it's that's, uh, uh, that's, that's pretty brave. Pretty, pretty brave. brave, Martha. So Alexander comes back in when he hears uh, that. Um, Lionel bragging about how he used Clark to kill Lex. Or wait, no, she says that he used Clark to kill Lex in his world. I forget. Like, maybe she heard Clark's story? I don't know. Wow, it's pouring rain outside, and there are sirens going by. Do you hear that? Yeah. The rain? It's gone now. It's okay. Alright, well. Sorry, folks, if you're bothered by ambient rain. But maybe it's like a... Is that ASMR? ASMR? Like that stuff that people like. It's just like soothing sounds that people can fall asleep to. Or just like... Quiet noise. Yeah. (laughs) So Alexander is outraged about this. He realizes there's going to be no deal between him and his father, or his new father. And uh, he knocks Martha out, and uh, and I love how Lionel goes full Emperor Palpatine in this scene. He's like, "Use your hate; it'll make you strong." Mm-hmm. And Connor's pissed and knocks Lionel down, and then does a classic, um, you know, glass into the fire thing, or bo- actually, it was like a bottle into the fire. Mm-hmm. And then sets, setting the mansion on fire. Oh my God! It's another mm-hmm. set. Wow. Ah, okay, here we go. Uh, Tess, um, when Clark comes back, he says, yeah, Tess talks about how she wants to use the Phantom Zone crystal, I think, to get rid of Alexander or Lionel. Maybe it's Lionel. Probably Lionel. Okay. And Clark says he's going to bring Slade back once Darkseid is taken care of. So, yeah, that's the scene we're, we were talking about earlier. Oh. It was just, it's just for temporary holding. Yep, yep. Uh, that's when Alexander shows up with a green K gun, and he says, I'm, I'm done with all of you. And <laughs> Tess tries to... Teen angst. Yeah. <laughs> Tess talks about how Clark helped bring her into the light, and um, he can do the same for Alexander. And Tess gets the gun from Alexander, and Clark zooms away, and then I freaking love it. It's just he zooms in, grabs Martha, 
and then goes back in for Lionel and just brings him back out. Throws, throws him out. out. Yes. Yeah, and he just leaves the uh, mansion to burn. Yep. And he says, this isn't over. And uh, just the iconic scene of just Lionel on his knees in front of this huge mansion burning. Yeah. When Clark, Clark could have saved the mansion mm-hmm. if he wanted to. Yeah. Uh, he could use a super breath. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was discussed, I think, in a trivia section of the Smallville Wiki. And uh, um, whoever was writing that thought that maybe Clark was thinking, you know, this 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 whole legacy has got to end. And this, mm-hmm. is a, this is a place of evil, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, like- I feel like that. I feel like uh, the Lex story has got to, the Lex legacy. Yeah, it's got to end. Luther, the entire Luther legacy. Yeah. Yeah. It's done nothing but harm. Luther blood is poison. Um, and I love that they, you know, they're they're filming right outside of Hatley Castle, and they're using like CGI flame darting out every all the windows. But I think it looks good. They did the lighting really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. It's so, fine. It's, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so Clark meets back up with Lois, and she's trying to cheer him up, and he's worried that he's going to be an outlaw when the VRA repeal fails. And that's when Chloe and Lois show Clark the best video ever. <laughs> yeah, so because Lois has and, and Chloe has put out like pirated um this they flipped it. They flipped the uh script. They flipped the script. <laughs> They're putting a new narrative out there. Yes. You know, against the VRE that uh you know, that these are heroes instead of vigilantes, because that's a lot of it is, you know, you can just, you can spin it a certain way and uh, get public perception on your side. Right. Well, and, the, and it's uh, like Gestapo. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, you know, like they're talking to the wrong people, but, you know, the people that are watching Fox News, all the, I mean, sorry. Um, what channel is it, Metropolis? Anyway, Fox News uh-huh. all the time uh, uh-huh. are pretty much brainwashed on a daily basis to mm-hmm. uh, believe all the wrong. You know that refugees and- can be illegal. Mm-hmm. Illegal mm-hmm. refugees. Yeah, that is not a thing, people. Not a thing. Does not exist. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, racist rhetoric. Just all like yeah. the worst stuff. Yeah, and uh, read, people. Read. Read. <laughs> read. 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 Don't even just read one thing. Like read several read different places. Things. Use yeah, different get sources. The, get the whole story. If you Instead don't just trust, so one person tell you how it is. Don't 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 do that. If you don't trust, make the up crime your own lives, damn mind. Yeah, go go look in different places. It's fine. God forbid. That's God, what please. that is. What's so infuriating is if if you would if you knew the facts. Yeah. You would feel differently. Educate yourself. I'd rather pose with my gun. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so the the video. Um, this is uh, okay. I immediately knew that that was not actors, right? Because the 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 first guy's accent was like vaguely southern, mm-hmm. not really. And then there was a lady, and then there was a really southern guy, and I was like, "This is this is not this is not produced. This is non actors. What is it? What is this? Fans? Are these fans? What? These are fans. Oh my god! 
This episode came out in February. Um, in December, uh, the CW, and I gotta tell you, I had no idea about this because apparently, you know, you have to like, st- you have to check in at like the CWTV.com to catch wind of some of these promotions. And they had, uh, what was called, uh, Believe in Heroes Challenge. And they had 10 days in December for fans to upload videos to CWTV.com. And they said, in these videos, viewers speaking in character as impassioned citizens of Metropolis and around the world fighting for the rights of their heroes can express what the blur means to them and talk about why they believe in these superheroes. And they said that uh, Kelly and Brian would be going through these videos and picking out the very best ones for the episode. And then I guess they were going to release on the website um, like a montage of like all like the runner-ups. So I, I don't know what mm-hmm. that video might might be on YouTube somewhere, but uh, uh, I found the uh, press release, and it, w- it was just like ten days. And gosh, uh, I don't know what I was doing back then, but I remember this episode coming out and being like, "They did what?" <laughs> I had no <laughs> I idea. Know about I was like hosting a Smallville podcast at the time. Like I had no mm-hmm. idea. Wow! So the young internet. <laughs> I just. Um, I just love that this video happens and, you know, you're watching it and then you just look back at Clark and he's just like, like, just kind of like, what the heck, you know? And, and then he, at the end of the video, he says, I can't believe they'd risk it all to defend me, you know? And, uh, and, uh, it, it was, it's just like a great, uh, you know, in the universe, it's a great, uh, thing for Clark to feel like confident and to know that there are people out there that, um, have Seeing that he's done so much good for Metropolis and the world at this point, um, but as a Smallville fan, it's like man, ten seasons. They allowed fans rallied around this show for ten years, and, yeah. And uh, you know, we believed in this show, you know, and and then Lois caps it off by saying, "You're an American hero, Clark." Oh my god. Yeah, she closes her Windows media player. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exits it out. Ex- she's exits, exits, exits out of her Windows media player. Oh, do I have Shockwave installed? I have to update Shockwave. Hold on. <laughs> oh, but it was great. It was just, you know, the realization of, <gasps> these are fans. Holy crap. <laughs> and then uh, the next day... Um, uh, they get news that the VRA is repealed, and I just wrote down, I hope to celebrate like this in November. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're saying, I think it was Clark that says, I thought people had given in to hate. I didn't realize how much hope was out there. Don't and give in to the hate. Don't, don't give, give in to the, the hate, hate, people. Come on. And so, yeah, this is sweet conversation with Martha, and he, he says, I want I – of course, I wrote down all the dialogue. I'm sorry. I want to be the man you made that suit for. Maybe people need to see my face. I have mixed feelings about, you know, making Clark Kent into disguise when Clark Kent is the man that Martha and Jonathan raised, you know. And she says, uh, it doesn't matter what name you use, you'll always be my son. <laughs> and uh, so he says, should I, should I be the hero and step into the light? And she says, you are the light. Your dad would be so proud. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> It's so great. It's so great. I just love this. It's like, oh, man. It's, we, we've been working through, working to this point where it's just like the confidence is there and 
people believe in him and I don't know. And then I love the the imagery of Clark opening up Watchtower and we see Clark now bathed in the light coming through the window. Mm-hmm. But then we have a stinger at the end where Alexander says he feels sick. He's beginning to forget things. And Tess says, I'm going to make everything okay. And she tries to inject him with cyanide. But the mm-hmm. breaks. So, so Michael Rosenbaum's coming back. What are you talking about? I already told you. <laughs> Lex is growing up. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> a couple of weeks, he'll be grown. There is a great deleted scene uh, for this episode, by the way, which got mm-hmm. cut out. Um, and it so um, it starts out. Lionel's in, you know, his old office, his his, his now new office. <laughs> um, he's watching the news on the TV. And on the news, it shows Oliver shaking hands with Martha um, at like a press conference. And it says underneath, the president pardons Oliver Queen. And uh, the screen blanks out. And all of a sudden, up on the screen, pops Chloe's face. She's like, you know, you don't know me, but my name is Chloe Sullivan. And I forget what she says, but uh, like, you know, keep an eye, you know, watch out for us or something like that. And then the screen just like closes and then Clark walks into the office in the holy red jacket. And like like Clark would do, he says, there's still hope for you. Um, and Lionel says, I didn't teach my son to hate you. Uh, but he does. And Clark says, I'll never stop trying to help Alexander. And he walks out of the office. And then Lionel just like freaking like throws uh, the remote in frustration. And it just kind of ends there. Such a cool scene. I'm sad it didn't make it into the episode. Did they delete it because they deleted it for time? Or they deleted it because they were going a different direction? No, I think this all, like, works out, you know? I believe... Okay. Well, except for the whole Oliver being pardoned. Because he's, you know, in the whole Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing. He's uh, afraid to... Steal on the run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Question. mm. Holy red jacket. Are we saying H O L Y or W H O L L Y? Is it like entirely red jacket or holy <laughs> like like No, it is divine. <laughs> it is holy. So that's what you're saying. H O L Y. Yeah. And I'm saying R E D. It's not like it, it's read a lot of books. <laughs> it's like it's well read. <laughs> holy. Holy Red Jack. That's just what the fans called it. Like, they were so impressed with this, you know, the fact that Clark has, like, a a superhero outfit on that's not, like, you know, a black t-shirt underneath. A sad trench coat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Homages. Uh, Martha getting shot by Alexander, similar to when Jonathan was shot by Samantha Drake in Fanatic. Both Kents Mm. were politicians at a political rally and shot at by someone that Lex has indirectly affected. So true. Um, okay. The scene where Alexander throws a bottle of scotch in the fire. Uh, Lex did oh, uh, the same Lex thing. Lex did that a million times. <laughs> he did it in Reckoning and Descent, two very powerful episodes. And uh, Martha's public speech to the citizens to vote down the VRA is very similar to Lois's speech to the crowd in Idol. Mm-hmm. It's probably in the same spot, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> Masquerade, uh, written by Brian Q. Miller. Uh, the one okay, where this was weird. The one where Ollie and Chloe are mistaken, but for FBI agents investigating Desaad. 
Okay, so this starts out, and Clark's in London on Big Ben, and he's on camera. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is going on? Like, why is he doing this? I don't he, get it. He's the world's hero. He's, he's Didn't that just blurring around Metropolis? He's, he's it, It's basically showing that he is just busy. He's, he's just saving people. He's Superman. I mean, he's almost Superman. So this is this is why he doesn't have as many articles written as Lois does, because <laughs> he's busy in England and everywhere. And w- I mean, like, why is he allowing himself to be on camera? Because he just doesn't realize that he's the camera is zooming in on him. Yeah, he, I mean, when Lois is talking to him on the phone, he's on Big Ben, and he's not really realizing that there's cameras everywhere. You know, he's not thinking about it. He's just thinking about. You better watch people. out for those Roman charges. <laughs> yes, I like that Lois is literally planning the wedding with like a cardboard church. Like she's not like making a diagram. She is. Ha- she's gone to town. <laughs> and I love that Lois. Did you see Lois's uh, coffee mug? It's so very Lois Lane. It just says, "Work with me, people." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we have the Ace of Clubs again, and uh, aka uh, Ollie's apartment, um, and Chloe walking in, turning heads, and finding Oliver in a hat and shades, and his hair dyed brown. And uh, I forget how many times Oliver's worn a hat. <laughs> I don't care. But let me look, let me look it up. Hold on. Let me look it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, smoky, smoky. Chloe's got smoky eye again. Oh boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, pretty soon she's not going to be led into restaurants. Anyway, um, reservation for Mr. and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> um, uh, Ollie's nervous about being in public, and Chloe says the worst thing ever, which is, "What's the worst that could happen?" <laughs> Meanwhile, Lois is uh, trying on a new outfit for Clark, a uh, putting a lame hood and sunglasses on the holy red jacket, H-O-L-Y. Um, some trivia for you here. Uh, this costume is a reference to J. Michael Straczynski's uh, Superman Earth One that came out like the year before and uh, people were pretty angry about because it was like a reimagining Reimagining of uh, Superman, and yes, he wore a stupid hood. <laughs> like, like he had this whole new edgy look. Yeah, he, people hated it. Was this part of like the New Fifty Two? No, it was. It was luckily just like a standalone comic. Mm. But um, yeah. So uh, Clark's trying to back out of there, and uh, he, she's like, "I love that Lois is like, no, 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 I'm whooshing off now." And she just like, walks away. She goes, "Whoosh." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, Oliver slash Mister Jones gets a call from his wife, and it is we go to a woman in a cathedral that we see rains a lot inside the cathedral, always raining. It's and- like Watchtower to me. Yeah, right? I, I didn't find anything about this set, but uh, um, yeah, it does look a lot like like Watchtower. I don't know. Um, and it, yeah, we have this crazy scene where like, like bodies are all over the place tied up, and then her eyes start to bleed, and she screams. And um, I still don't, I don't understand why their eyes bleed. Um, Is this because they give in to one of the seven deadly sins? Uh, no. No. I believe what's implied here is that if you give in, you are now a a weapon of uh, Darkseid, an emissary of Darkseid, whatever. 
So they put the o- omega sign on your brain mm-hmm. if you do give in. But if you mm-hmm. don't give in, if you're pure of heart, they kill you. Um, mm, and that's why your eyes bleed. Yeah. So oh, I don't get it. Okay. Uh, what don't you get? I'm just going to wait till we get to the end. Okay. So uh, Ollie and Clark go in, or Ollie and Chloe rather go to a limo. Mr. Jones, we've been looking for you. They're at gunpoint. Meanwhile, Clark is in reporter mode, goes to the crime scene where the bodies are discovered, and he needs... Go ahead. Oh, I was just... Yeah, Clark is too self-assured, too self-confident. You know, if people are noticing that Clark's always the first to uh, crime scenes. Mm-hmm. He's too together. He's too... T- he's just too much. Yeah, this guy, Bert here, uh, Bert Camp, um, really... Very Jimmy Olsen-ish. Uh, but he's a crime scene photographer and he's noticing that like the blur looks a lot like Clark <laughs> and uh, Clark actually catches him before he plummets to his death <laughs> and he starts talking about it, like oh it's just adrenaline I'm going to feel it in the morning <laughs> but Bert, Bert Camp says you sir are a hero so Clark goes to the coroner the coroner funny enough his name is Blaine <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> and I didn't understand what was going on with the ink. Uh, I just didn't get did it. You, did you recognize that was Desaad? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> Even after, do you realize that that was Desaad? No. Yeah, he's got a pretty, like, he he can fade into the background pretty well. He's just, he's yeah, like pretty really... average look. Yeah. He's, he's attractive. He's, okay, yeah. you know, he's good looking. But he's, I don't know, he's just nothing special. Um... So, um, yeah, Clark uh, discovers. Because uh, wait, black- wait, back up. Doesn't decide have an accent, but the coroner didn't. Right, I think he was doing that that whole shtick. Okay, see, yeah, I just I didn't notice mm-hmm. over my head. I know. I I think I remember watching this at the time and not realizing it was Desaad till afterwards. Even though Desaad shows up at the beginning of the episode, you get a look mm-hmm. at his face. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, so, uh, Clark notices with microscopic vision that there are black dots in this, the corpse's hand. And uh, Blaine says, uh, oh, it's just some pen ink. And he goes to scrub it off. Uh, meanwhile, Ollie and Chloe are spooning in a trunk. It's their one-year anniversary. One year of what? Not quite sure. Chloe, Chloe's not real quite sure to give it a name. Has it been one year since they went to the bed and breakfast in Vermont? I think it was one year since um, the whole they, um, bow and arrow the lesson. arrow thing. Okay, <laughs> the hot bow and arrow, hot archery lesson. <laughs> um, so I still explain to me what what Blaine was doing with the ink on the dead people. I don't get it. These guys, this Desaad is collecting people through his clubs. Club Desaad, the S and M club. Um, is a place where he's been collecting people. Um, they go there, they get their hands stamped. So, Desaad was in the coroner's office trying to get rid of the evidence. Not that that's something that I guess Desaad shouldn't worry about too much because he's just like, he's a weapon of dark side, but maybe he doesn't want to get attention on his club just yet because he's using it to, you know, take people in to, the you know, win them over with the darkness or whatever. Big bondage guy. Anyway. So, okay. these guys that take Chloe and Oliver 
hostage say, you're not the Joneses, who are you? And Ollie says, let's introduce ourselves. And there's a big fist fight and then a kiss. Chloe can handle it. It was really cute. <laughs> it was totes adorbs. Yep. And then at the end, they said they loved each other. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Chloe. Hashtag trying to forget anything going on in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they find out these guys are actually FBI and so are the Joneses and then they find the evidence and there's x-rays of skulls and it shows the Omega symbol on the skull so um, they go to Club the Sod they realize they gotta go there I think they find what a stamp or a matchbook or something that leads them to check out Club the Sod and Chloe's trying to figure out a way into the door and And then Oliver like scales the wall and Goes in a window. That was real cute. I like that. And then suddenly, Mr. Jones pops out, and he is uh, um, agent of the FBI, Agent Vector. And uh, and then he bleeds from his eyes and dies. Mm-hmm. Why? And because he's pure, he can't be taken. He can't be. Okay. He can't have his heart turned. You know. Okay. And then the side knocks Chloe out. So, any of these names sound familiar to you? By the way. <laughs> Uh, what I'm so Agent. surprised this has gone over your head because these, are, pe- these, these are people you know. Agent Vactor. <gasps> Justin. Bert Camp. Camp, maybe? You know a camp? Hunter? Yep. Brian Q. Miller, uh, great guy on Twitter. Um, and uh, uh, nice, guy to, nice guy to know because sometimes you'll like throw people's names into things and he gifted uh, uh, both Vactor and uh, Hunter. Uh, character names in this episode. Wow! Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. I didn't know you didn't know that. Bless them. Uh, and uh, spoiler alert: in season eleven in the comics, um, uh, he actually names a uh, uh, a, str- a couple of streets after uh, Derek and Steve. Oh! So we got like a fire on Russell and Glosson or something like that. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool guy. I actually just listened to the uh, shoe episode um, for his earlier episode this year, in the season, rather. I saw, uh, yeah, I saw that you were doing that, and I can't remember when it was because I was thinking, well, that, we already covered that. I know, I've been catching up. These are, like, I remember back in. Uh, Doing this last season, we were just like, screw it, man. It's the last season. Let's just talk as long as we want. So we, there are like three, four hour conversations sometimes. Oh my gosh. Uh, like homecoming. Like we, you know, Derek, Derek and Steve, or Derek and rather Derek and Damien, Steve had actually uh, taken a sabbatical. So it was Derek and Damien doing the odd numbered episodes, and me and Joe Humrick did the even number episodes. So Derek and Damien did Lazarus, then we did Shield, and then they did uh, Supergirl. But it turned out that they didn't – like Derek got spoilers about Homecoming and it was like, oh, no, 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 no. I want to do Homecoming. <laughs> so it was funny because – so me and Joe were like introduced as these like you know part-time hosts. But we did like S.H.I.E.L.D. and Supergirl in a row. And then Homecoming came and Derek was like, that was an amazing episode. Let's just both record like our own episodes for it. So he – had, he recorded uh, an episode with Damien and then had me and Joe record like a, you know, as long as I think we talk, we only really talked about 45 minutes, but it ended up being like a, a freaking like four hour <laughs> episode about homecoming. So yeah, I've been slowly working mm. through those. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, there was an episode uh, I was listening to today where they had uh, it was like Joe and Derek had Brian Q. Miller on the show. And at the beginning of the show, it sounded like I was having problems with Skype before they introduced Brian. <laughs> And so I left and then they talked to Brian Q. Miller for like an hour. And then after that, I popped back on like, what happened, guys? <laughs> so I never actually got to talk to him. Uh, so anyway. So, yeah, uh, it was a pretty cool deal uh, being super fans of Smallville at the time. Um, and especially Brian Q. Miller. He's, he's rad. Um, anyway. Um, ba 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 Clark tells Ollie to stay put. He says, like hell. And so we go to Chloe tied up in a rainy church. And first we have Clark untying her. And he starts talking about, like, they missed their one chance. And um, are you still there? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I was waiting for you to say something. But this is kind of like, you know how, like, that once a year they get a kiss, you know? And this is is very close to that. They missed it for a couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, I immediately, this was not revelatory to me. Mm-hmm. I immediately knew that that was not Clark, uh-huh. and I immediately knew that Chloe wouldn't fall for it. She's too smart right. to fall for it. Plus, also, she loves Oliver. And then Ollie's like, let's run away. No more hero work. Just take my hand. And then we have Lois coming in. You envy me. And then and, and Clark, uh, our relationship, and that's when... Chloe starts realizing, oh, the, I'm being run through, like, the different deadly sins. And even decides, says, you know, go ahead and kill me. You know, so she's, it's wrath. And then we have Chloe talking to Chloe. <laughs> we can save the world. We can just be better than everybody. Pride. And, um, and then she starts yelling at, at herself, like, all we've been through, all we've been through, you're just going to throw it all away for a relationship? Really? Um... But that's when Clark shows up and whisks Chloe away, and then he confronts Desaad, and Desaad actually discovers that Clark has love in his heart and more strength than he did when he faced Gordon, and he is now incorruptible. The, what we were because about. he loves Lois, 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 Lana. Uh, <laughs> I just remember the old the Lana days. Um, and then, and so, uh, what is he? He pins Clark to the wall, which I think is hit, like hit him trying to do the whole draining blood through the eyes thing. But mm. um, Ollie catches up with the sod, and sod says, "Your sin is obvious." And so Ollie just starts beating the tar out of the sod until Clark stops him, makes him walk away. Later, at the Daily Planet, um, Clark ends up having his name and face taken off the front page. And he says, I don't want to deny who I am when I'm out there. It's not what I am called that should define who I am. It's who I am that should define what I'm called. Which is kind of What? Like, I mean, it, it made sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but not going to wear a mask. Yeah. My real, my identity will be my mask. Right. Or whatever. So It sounds a lot that, like uh, Bruce Wayne in Batman Begins, though, with his... It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Okay. <laughs> but a more like complicated version of But Clark realizes he's got to act. He's got to throw people off the trail. Mm-hmm. He's got to not be so cool. Don't be cool, Clark. Be dorky. So, be awkward. Be, be clumsy. Be, yeah. don't be, don't be the alpha male, Clark. <laughs> 
Yeah, Tom, you remember what you did in noir when you were Clark back in the 40s? And <laughs> Yeah, 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 do that. And I love this whole, he puts the glasses on and he runs into Jeff the intern and Jeff, he's like, Clark's like apologizing to him. Mm-hmm. And Jeff like remains like indignant <laughs> Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a loft scene with him and Chloe. And Chloe's saying she defined herself as some group or cause and I haven't felt like myself since back in this yearbook picture. Um, and um, She's been so many things. I've been a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick maker. Oh, this is Watchtower. This is not a loft <laughs> scene. Sorry, I messed this up. Okay. Yeah, this is her and uh, this is her and Ollie, and she's looking at uh, the yearbook. Ollie thinks he is who he is. Um, sleep in his bed. Oh, oh, I am what I am. I'm asleep. Yeah, I made my bed. I'm asleep in it. And Chloe's like, I'll join you. What should I call you, girlfriend? And then we see Ollie has to turn some lights off, and we see the Omega symbol light up. <sighs> okay, so how did that happen? Um, okay, Chloe is uncorruptible. How did she get... Because Clark rescued her before he made the uh, blood come out of her eyeballs? Right. And so how did Oliver get corrupted? Uh, well, I mean, Dasad offered a knife to Chloe to stab him and take him down. Um... However, Ollie, like, beat the piss out of him. And so he yeah. very much indulged in some wrath. Oh. So I think that's what happened. Oh. Yep. Don't okay. Wrath. Homages. Mm-hmm. Lois was Chloe's wedding planner and bride, and now she's oh. the wedding planner and organizer of her own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clark standing on Big Ben is a lot like when he was standing on the crown of the Statue of Liberty. Mm. Chloe being strung up by her hands was previously seen in Gone when she was kidnapped and strung up in that factory. I don't know. Smallville, look at you. Seriously? Um, Desaad mentions to Clark that he's now incorruptible because he has more love in his heart, thanks to Lois, which has enabled him to be more self-assured. Maxima mentioned to Clark that his attraction for Lois allowed him to break free from her control in season eight's instinct. Mm-hmm. And Bert Camp uh, says that Clark is a super guy. And Jimmy, before his death, uh, referred to Clark as some sort of super guy. And Bert mm. is acting a lot like Jimmy Olsen. Mm. It's all led to this fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. number one, how does Clark get drunk? Uh, do you know what Clark is? He, Clark is impervious to many things, but he is not impervious to... Magic? <laughs> Magic, that's right. And who sent the bottle? Oh, uh... uh <sighs> Medusa from Inhumans. Yeah, that's her. But <laughs> Zatanna. I Zatanna. Yeah, well, Zatanna. I, I, see... I I was thinking that that was just a theory they had that that wasn't real. I thought they just had. I thought they just got drunk and had fun. No, they. I think they either found a a card with the bottle. Siri, shut up, Siri. <laughs> Let me tell you, the iPhone eight, not the phone that iPhone five was. iPhone iPhone eight. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's... it really was Zantana. 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 <laughs> Santana. Zatanna, uh, who has shown up uh, twice this season, and we've never seen her. <laughs> Once at Hawkman's funeral. And then, oh, really? Oh, of course we saw her. Oh, yeah, you didn't see the 
the girl with the top hat, like her head down so you couldn't see her face? No, I must not have been paying attention. A lot of times I will watch these episodes uh, as I'm cleaning the kitchen or something, and then I watch them again. And then I maybe I think I've watched them, and I really haven't really watched them, watched them. I don't know. But I didn't look very close at that scene, I don't guess. Also, so, Zatanna's face was on the uh, like the anti-vigilante wanted poster for the VRA. Her face was up mm-hmm. there. Okay. Anyway, let me run us through this freaking amazing episode. Like, top five episodes to me, maybe. <laughs> because it's just so much fun. Okay. Uh, my first note is Meow. Um, Lois coming down the stairs in that leopard outfit. You know... That's okay. You don't have to be for that. I'll, I'll be for it for you. I, I did, her hair is too dark. Mm-hmm. Her, I just didn't like the brown, the black and brown, and the brown makeup. Okay. Huh. Uh, Chloe toasts the bride and groom, and then she says, "Nope, to friends. Tonight is all about celebrating you." And Smallville Wiki notes that Oliver has slept with every woman in this room. <laughs> Of course he had. I mean, have you seen the opening credits? <laughs> Just the whole laying in the bed and gesturing. With his, yeah, with his hands open like, what am I going to do? Look yeah. at me. Hey, look look at how me. gorgeous I am. This is not course, my fault. I, I'm in the bed all the time. So, all of a sudden, it blurs out. Nope, no pun intended. And Clark wakes up, looking up at the ceiling with the S-shield burned into it. <laughs> and then he looks up and he sees there's a lemur on his bed. <laughs> And he's very hungover, and he's got a wedding ring, and he hears some noise inside the closet, and then she, he opens the door, and out falls Chloe. In a Madonna wedding dress. Yes! In a Madonna oh like God. a virgin. I thought I'd have to explain this to you, but you got it. Oh my God, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, why, would you have to, why would you have to explain Madonna like a virgin to me? I know, but it, you know, some people might not catch reference. I mean, she didn't wear this outfit in like the video. It was more like everybody saw the, you know, who's our age probably, saw the Madonna MTV Video Awards performance when she uh, when she had the wedding dress on and the, all the, you know, the... Well, didn't Britney Spears, didn't they do a song together and Britney Spears wore the dress? That's yeah. when they kissed on the VMAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> so okay, did they really did they want to get a monkey, but they had to settle for a lemur? No, I think they got a lemur, and Clark keeps calling it a monkey, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh my god! I'm, just, I'm, gonna t- I'm gonna talk about every second of this episode, especially that video. <laughs> um, so I love the whole. What did we do? <laughs> and then somebody said. <laughs> Um, and, uh, if you notice, the bed is very broken. <laughs> Did we? What? And then we go down the stairs and the house is a freaking wreck. There's police barriers all over the place. Uh, the, the piano is in the kitchen and that's where they find the phone. And if you're, if you're not paying it, it, it maybe if you're me, you're paying attention closely, but the Luther Corp sign is also in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Um, they discovered the champagne was from Zatanna and, uh, they get a phone call. There's a wallet is found in this like huge party limo truck thing, um, with just married written all over it. And a note from Lois that says, I just need more time. So Clark gets worried that she bailed. He did something. He bet she bailed. He has no idea what happened. And then, um, inside Emile's pants that they find in the limo, (laughs) 
um, is half of a wedding certificate with Chloe's name on it. So it's like, oh shit, did Clark and Lois have a battle while they were drunk? And then um, Clark just went ahead and married Chloe. <laughs> and so Clark's got to figure out what happened. So he immediately super speeds into a lamppost. <laughs> well, he hit the wall. Oh, was it a lamppost? It was a wall? He hit the wall, and I don't know if he bounced off the wall and hit the lamppost. Oh, whatever, right, right, but, right. But yeah, he was not uh, <laughs> super speed straight. He was all over the place. So this is the hangover, right? I mean, <laughs> a lot yeah. of people kind of like dismiss this episode as like, oh, whatever. They're doing the hangover, you know? Uh, have you seen The Hangover? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Uh, the sequel's probably not so much. I mean, I only saw the, the second one, but I, and I never saw the third one. <laughs> Um, and then we see two young girls walking by and they've both got t-shirts and I don't know if you noticed at the time, but Dr. Hamilton is on their t-shirts wearing an Elvis costume and it says Emil. Yeah. Okay. See, this was the only part that I was like, what? I know. Exactly. And they make like a reference to like, to like Dr. Hamilton being an overnight sensation. (laughs) Like really? They made t-shirts even? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And uh, they have they they're looking at their phones, and on their phone, there's a video of Emil singing. And we the scene shifts to a casino club where Doctor Emil Hamilton and uh, Tess Mercer <laughs> <laughs> are singing an amazing song called "How Do We Do," which I was a little disappointed when I messaged you today in capital letters writing "How Do We Do," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> Well, and, and uh, Tess is wearing like a go-go outfit. Yes, and I just wrote the best, like in capital letters, because we get a song, like we actually get a song, like Emil singing the song, and then all of a sudden Tess comes out and starts singing like June Carter Cash or something to his uh, Elvis, you know? Uh, <laughs> so awesome! And then we go to the Clark, and he's like the one guy I counted on remaining sober. <laughs> um. Uh, so, uh, and then we see this limo driver, which I, for a second there, I was like, is that Zatanna? Because she looked a lot like Zatanna. Uh, but um, she's just like sexy limo driver. Mm-hmm. And says, yeah. And, and we, yeah, we, so we were supposed to think that Clark was with her last night or something. Because she said, did you not have fun last night? Yeah. And then she says that she dropped, he's like, did you, did, did you see the girl I was with? She might've been rude to you. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I dropped you two off at the Chapel of Love, and then when I picked you up, it was just you by yourself. Um, and then in walks the police, and did you recognize the police officer? Uh, I, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, it's only friend of the iZombie podcast, Alex Ponovic, back for another guest star. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Emil stole, they say Emil stole an armored car, and then Tess is like, oh, it was probably that guy over there. <laughs> Uh, Meanwhile, Lois and Ollie wake up on some railroad tracks. And I love that she's... Yeah, why? Because they passed out. Like, he wanders... Why railroad tracks? What's that? Why railroad tracks? Why were they there? At the pace piece it all together, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure if we're totally explained. Um... But I love Lois saying, I have, my head feels like a mosh pit and my mouth tastes like an armpit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they notice what Ollie's wearing, which is like a green suit with ruffles. And Clark uh, Lois goes into panic mode because 
the engagement ring is gone and we can't call Clark because, you know, I, I don't want to dis- disappoint him. I don't want to let him down. So they go off to find the wedding ring or the engagement ring. Um, we go back to Watchtower. It's Tess, Chloe, and Clark. And I like that Tess tries to hand off the computer to Chloe and she says, no, nah, I think it's in good hands, which, uh, you know, if you buy it, you buy it. But I think it's it's a foreshadowing of Chloe just leaving at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tess sets off the truck alarm for the armor truck, but the and Clark uses his superhero. He's like, I think I hear it. He's like, yeah, the remote in your pocket. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> and so he super speeds to his barn and man, just a, a wrecking zone. Like the truckload of cash just crashed through the barn. Yeah, you're like, it's a barn, so Clark must have done it. Yep. And, okay, so... Uh, I mean, what's neat is, at the beginning of the episode, your your mind is... Go- you're, you can't imagine what has, what is going on, <laughs> what, what took going- place. And then just slowly, with each scene, uh, pieces of the puzzle are put into place, and it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense. And you know there's going to be a twist at the end. Yes. and it, Yeah, it's a good one. Um uh, Ollie and Lois walking along the side of the road. Ollie promises just to buy her an identical ring, and Lois is like, "No way, man! I'm not going to start my marriage by lying to Clark." Mm-hmm. And, and what did she said? She said, "Oh, there's something in my bra," and he said, You're, "What did he call her?" Boobs? Your pointer sisters gave us our first clue. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Well, first he was he was like, well, that's, that's not my my territory anymore." <laughs> Yeah, oh, God, this is great, and this so was funny. actually in one of the homages, like you know, just to reflect on the friendship of uh, Lois and Oliver, you know, before the whole relationship and after the relationship, really. Yeah, they got a much better friendship. Yeah, their friendship has been going on longer than their relationship actually did. Mm-hmm. And we see uh, ha- Hamilton was uh, was mm-hmm. not taken by cops; he was taken by these. Uh, Security guards from the casino And they're wondering where the cash is And they put on We see just a snapshot Or not a snapshot Like a short uh, video of what was happening The previous night And we see our gang Like drunkenly stumbling into this alley And then all of a sudden The armored truck And uh, the the two cops like disappear And um, And and, like Emil like doing like like an Elvis kick as he's just cracking up by this whole situation. <laughs> and uh, so the truck has um, this guy, Amos Fortune, the guy who's in charge of the casino. Uh, it was his armored truck and his lemur was in the, in the truck too. <laughs> um, he loves his lemur. He loves his lemur. Um, turns out that Lois bet, bet her ring away, but she says, I would not have done that if it wasn't a sure thing. The deck must have been stacked. And then they discover the Amos has the ring on his finger. So Lois and Ollie get tied up. Lois is still really upset. I wanted this to be perfect. There's a lot of pressure standing next to walking perfection like Clark. <laughs> and she says she's not leaving without the ring. So they do go to escape and then there's guards outside. They're trying to break in. There's only a curtain behind them. How are they going to get out of this? Showgirl outfits? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lois looks really irritated at this point that she's going to have to do another disguise <laughs> to get out of this. But what we don't realize, and what Chloe sees when she walks in, is the showgirls come out. There's Lois, and then behind her <laughs> is Oliver. And I just want to—I just want to mention 
This is Oliver, the drag queen. <laughs> what? Drag queen. Isn't his last name's Queen? Oh, okay. Uh huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it was cute. It's so you freaking know? funny. It I, was cute. I left my. I I replayed this whole fight scene twice <laughs> <laughs> because we, okay, it starts off with Lois flirting with Amos, but he's got his eyes on Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must think that Oliver's like one, like like an Amazon woman, you know how big he is. And um, and then how do we do? Starts up again, and the ring flies in the air. Is this is this is this an actual Elvis song? No, it's a song by a band called Swank, and it is on my playlist. Mm. Unfortunately, I really want the version that is sung by Alessandro Giuliani and uh, Cassidy Freeman, and it is <laughs> not out there as far as I know. And if you're a Smallville fan, and you have a you have a copy of that song, I need it. Not just one that's ripped from the TV. I can do that. I, I want the actual recording of that song. I even I even messaged a writer today. I was like, I really love Fortune. Any idea where I could find that song? Ah, <laughs> uh, who was it? That Holly guy. Hmm? Who? who oh, wrote uh, it? it was uh, Anne Cofell Saunders that wrote the song. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So we just get this hilarious scene where there's like a fight breaks out. The Lois on her hands and knees madly chasing the ring around on all fours and it's being kicked here and there. Classic, yeah. right? Chloe pulling out her double pistols, like not shooting people, but shooting like lamps to drop on the people. Yeah. And then just the ridiculousness of Oliver Queen doing these awesome, like awesome green arrow stunts, but he's like in full drag. So it just looks hilarious. And especially the part where the dude like, rips his top off and they just kind of stand there next to each other like what the <laughs> hell is that and so he just starts to fight fight him bare chested <sighs> meanwhile our our friend Alex Bonovic uh, is getting is squishing Emil's head in a vice mm-hmm. and he says I really wish I didn't understand the physics of this <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that was cute because in healthcare a lot of times we say we just know too much yeah yeah <laughs> yep uh, Clark saves him And they're wondering what the heck happened Last night So, oh, so this is the Chloe We go to the Chloe-Clark uh, loft scene And okay. she says She called the chapel And it must have been like a drunk prank It's not the real deal And Chloe Because he thought they were going to have to get it annulled Yeah <laughs> Chloe says she's thinking about leaving She can't be Watchtower anymore She felt like a ghost in the machine um, she's happy to be the one who inspired him first. It's her calling. She's been doing some globe trotting. She met a billionaire with high tech toys and a wondrous woman that will throw him for a loop. Mm-hmm. She met Batman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. That that and those lines were very Chloe esque. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody else saying that, I would have rolled my eyes. But Chloe can. Oh, jeez, Alison pull it off. Can yeah. deliver all sorts of yeah, good. She's the queen of exposition and uh, other horrible things. <laughs> but she says that she's moving to Star City, and if you're a fan of Green Arrow or just the show Arrow, you know that's where Oliver Queen comes from. And she says she's going to be a uh, her, she's going to have a secret identity. She's going to be a reporter for the Star City Register, and this is cool because like you know her first love was journalism. Um, it is. It was always kind of sad that you know 
she was, couldn't work at the Daily Planet with Clark and Lois. Right, right. She mm-hmm. had she her she was swung towards the Watchtower direction, and then she got in too deep, and now wants to kind of do it part time. I guess she wants to inspire people and also work as a reporter. And uh, she says that she's always going to be there for Clark. <gasps> anyway, <laughs> so is this Alison Maxlist episode? Uh, nope. Okay. But I can tell you, mm-hmm. you're not going to see her at all next week. <laughs> our, okay. Our next batch of episodes. She is gone for a while. Um, so we go back to Watchtower. Tess is talking to Emil about how good his singing is. And he says he used to sing to his wife. And his widower. And, sh- and she sa- Tess says that she thinks his wife would want him to continue it. That's right. And it's just like a sweet scene. And it's like, oh, these guys, they might. They might end up together or something like something like this is kind of like a sweet, sweet little thing. And, you know, Tess is a very sweet person now. I don't know. She's she's got the light of Clark Kent within her, like much like Lionel Luther got, you know, um, she just didn't have to switch bodies with Clark to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> it walks Lois with a camera. Ollie offers champagne to everybody. And, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Sparkling cider. Let's do that. And it is a hangover party. This is the last episode of the season series where all the main cast members are in the room together. Aww. This is also Justin Hartley's 50th episode. <gasps> 50th? Yeah, right. You think there's more. I don't know. But uh, again, this is just like, these are my friends, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. You just get attached to a cast, you know? Um, and Lois and Clark have a scene. Oh, that reminds me. Mm. Okay, in the in the episode Collateral is that the one where Chloe where there were multiple Chloe H. yes Smiths Morgan walked in my laptop in. Morgan came in and she was watching part seven and she was like oh the cast is so small they had to clone Chloe <laughs> <laughs> plug your laptop up it is plugged in okay sorry right. down to ten percent but I didn't think I'd make it. <laughs> Lois apologizes for betting the ring, and he says the ring isn't important, you are. And Clark says he understands if she's not ready. I want to marry you in five days or even five years. And she says that was the perfect thing to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so the videotape is started. <laughs> and I'm going to run through the beats of the videotape because I wrote down everyone. And I watched it like three times. Anyway. So we first start off with Lois putting out a fire set by Clark's heat vision. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, says, that explains the uh, the S uh, burned under the ceiling yep. in the bedroom. Uh, and he says, "I thought you were cold." So I'm, also, I'm you know, also the bed was broken. So I'm like, did they get drunk? And he just like brought her upstairs and they probably, up. yeah. He says, "I thought you were cold." And then Clark comes right up to the camera. And he says, "Lois, if you're watching this 20 years <laughs> from now, know that you are the love of my life." And he says, I'm really feeling this. And then Ollie says, alcohol doesn't even affect me. And then he falls over. (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to the limo and we have Clark yelling at the camera because Emile's holding the camera. Drink, drink, drink. (laughs) (laughs) Ollie then like feeling Clark's biceps. Are you really made of steel? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to like a gas station bathroom or something. Ollie is in there with Clark yelling at him about how the wedding bands he bought were too cheap. And then it, Yeah, what are these out of a gum machine or something? <laughs> so So whose wedding bands are those? Are those 
Oliver and Chloe's wedding bands? No, I think he has. Clark was carrying the wedding bands with him. I think this. And then we see Oliver grab Lois and say, I need your help. So Uh I'm assuming what happens is like they go get rings or something to, to, I don't know. Play this trick on Chloe and Clark. I don't know if it was a trick. I think Oliver was like inspired. He wanted to marry Chloe. But it's not really that clear, and I think there's like you know they said this this video file is corrupted, so there's stuff that's missing. Mm. We then cut to everybody laughing on the street in front of the limo, and then Clark just stumbling into the frame with the Luther corpse sign <laughs> in his hands. <laughs> he puts it down. He points to the armored truck and says, "Monkey." <laughs> Because, of course, if you're a superhero and you get drunk and you're, you know, celebrating and want to have a good time, this is what happens. Oh, gosh. And I, I forgot to mention the other uh, the other hilarious Tom Welling moment. When they're, like, talking about the rings in the bathroom and then, like, I don't know, the, like, uh, Tom as Clark, like, puts on this, like, half smile. Like, uh, mm-hmm. but um, if you're in the We Don't Want to Wait um Facebook group, there is a meme that was made out of a picture of that face. Um, so that's the face I'm talking about. If you can, if you, if you can, yeah, that. yeah. And by the way, that was like a social network meme. <laughs> they made it to like a Clark Kent meme. Um, it's so very 2010. Um, anyway, so Clark says monkey, and then Chloe runs after it, and um, they stumble upon the robbery, which is like. These guards holding up a truck of their own money so they can steal it and put it back into the casino under Amos's uh, direction. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so Clark has to play the hero and he just looks at the camera and he says, watch this. And then suddenly the trucks <laughs> and the robbers completely disappear, leaving Chloe standing there cackling her head off. <laughs> And then we cut to uh, Clark coming back, and he's got the monkey. Or sorry, the lever on his shoulder, and he says his name. What's his name? And he's like, it's the, his name is the uh, is the doctor. And then Chloe says, "Who?" Uh, oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Emil starts uh, reverting into Elvis. He's got the he's got the those two girls that were his groupies on each of his sides. And then suddenly it cuts. And we see Emil in his boxers. His pants are now gone. <laughs> dancing. <laughs> and the camera turns and there is Tess in like a sexy nightgown. They're in Tess's office. They start making out at her desk. And in real life we see Tess and Emil scrambling for the freaking remote. How we turn this thing off. <laughs> oh my god. So freaking funny. I love this episode so much. Um... So after that, uh, the final thing is Ollie catches Chloe trying to leave, and he gives Chloe the other half of the wedding, the marriage certificate, and it's actually got his name on it. And his middle name is Jonas, I think it said. And he says, you don't want to run off without your husband, and you didn't take a job at my hometown for nothing. And they both walk off together. So does that mean, Oliver, that Justin Hartley is leaving? Uh, no. <laughs> I'll just cut his So he's going to be... Compute, computing, commuting back and forth between Star City and Metropolis. I, I think uh, 
at least by the finale, you'll realize where everybody's at. They all die. Um, <laughs> homages. Uh, mm-hmm. Clark looks up at Lois coming down the stairs the same way he did when he saw her in the pink prom dress in Spirits and in mm-hmm. uh, when she wore the orange bridesmaid dress in Broad. Ride. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the other homage that I noted was Clark and Chloe's situation was reminiscent of when Clark and Alicia got married in Vegas in uh, Unsafe in season four. Uh-huh. Best Needle Drops. Swank has two songs in here. Very rockabilly band. How Do We Do? And there was another one called Never Been Born. And um, and the other one that's on my playlist is the during the Chloe and Ollie scene is uh, a song called Alas We Aspire. And it's by... Amy Stroop. So, <clears throat> episode of the week. Icarus, Collateral, Beacon, Masquerade, Fortune. I mean, for me, it's Fortune. Second place, probably uh, uh, Beacon. Yeah. You agree? <laughs> I agree. Then Masquerade, then Icarus, mm-hmm. then Collateral. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's the last five episodes before the finale. <gasps> we are going to be talking about the episodes Scion. Kent, mm-hmm. Booster, Dominion, Dominion, okay, Prophecy. Oh, Ooh. and you will not watch the finale until we, until we talk okay. about this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I don't. I don't think Prophecy really ends on like a cliffhanger, so I don't think you're going to be like super tempted. But mm-hmm. uh, it does. It does end anyway. <laughs> teases. Alexander finds a new purpose and a new name. And you're going to laugh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just going to say that. Um, with Alexander out of his reach, Lionel gets a new teammate. Uh, the next is, uh the fate of another classic set is determined. The can't farm. Next tease. Uh, you may not have expected a sequel to this season 10 episode, but you get one. Uh oh! <laughs> Is it an episode I hate? Uh, no, I don't think so. Next, he's Jeff Johns returns with another couple of new superheroes that come to Smallville, and Tom Welling directs the episode. It's another Jeff Johns slash Tom Welling joint. Mm. Uh, Clark works on becoming more mild mannered and bumbling. Uh, Clark and Ollie go to the Phantom Zone and find a familiar face. Slade, Wilson, somebody else. Next tease, <laughs> Justin Hartley's directorial debut. Oh, bless him, yeah. The only episode he ever directs, but <laughs> of anything. Uh, next tease, Lois gets a wedding present from Jarrell. Hmm. Next tease, someone returns to team up with Ollie to go after Darkseid. So. Uh, the Flash. Uh, what's his name? Impulse. Impulse. I, I, I can't remember that. That makes no sense. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you can't use the name of the Flash. Um. So, so many final appearances, so many huge moments as we wind down to the two-hour finale, which we won't be waiting a week to discuss, just in case anybody's actually keeping up with us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll actually be recording this episode and then the finale episode like three or four days later. I'm not going to wait a oh, whole week. Okay. So we don't want to wait. We already we already talked about this. 
We have, but I can't remember. Yeah, it's Sunday morning. We'll be talking. Coffee with Clark, Sunday morning. Sunday, wait, wait, wait. Sunday the, not the first, the 8th? Yeah. The 8th. Okay, the 8th at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You said 8 o'clock, so it's 7 o'clock for me. <laughs> Coffee. Yeah, unless, unless you want to uh, wait a little longer, wait a little later, but. You like coffee to with Clark. Time. Coffee with Clark. One more coffee 7 with Clark. As we talk about 7. the finale, um, July eighth. Okay, got it. It's in my calendar. And yeah, if anybody's actually keeping up with us, let us know. Tweet us at we don't want to. Sorry, we don't want to wait. W e d o n t w a n n a w a i t. Stephanie Zimmer's wait. on uh, season eight. Yeah. Jen Wynn finished a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't want to wait on us. I know, right? Like, well, I feel like I'm watching Smallville all the time at this point. Mm-hmm. Then after the finale, just to let everybody know, we're going to be taking a little break while Steph goes to New York City and we figure out what's going on with her old podcast, Redemption Cast. And then uh, we'll let you know. We should know and- by the finale, I'm assuming. And let me know if you want to meet up because we're going to the zoo. We're going to the Coney Island. We're going oh, yeah. to Brook, uh, Brooklyn to eat. We're going to eat, eat, eat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want it to end yet. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I am too. The last few, you know. Oh, I'm. I know. I, I have mixed emotions. I don't want it to end, but then again, I'm. Ready to move on to something else Because mm-hmm. this is 10 seasons yeah, we, we did it In just a few days Over a year If we record if we record on July 8th We will have got We got it done in a year and four days Wow Because we started on the 4th of July Because <laughs> uh, I remember Because I was like Superman, American, hero 4th of July Let's talk <laughs> about the pilot And a couple others Metamorphosis. Uh, the one about the coach. Yeah, Hothead. Uh, the the one with Tina Greer, but it's not Visage or Visage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a blast. For sure. This is a great show. All right, everybody. We will talk to you then. And again, let us know if you're watching along with us. And uh, even if you're listening in the future, tweet us at We Don't Want to Wait and say, hey, loving Smallville or whatever. <laughs> Clark is the best. Why doesn't Stephanie like Inception? You know, anything like that. <laughs> um, all right. Bye, everybody. Too, too exposition-y. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to find out the story. After we stop recording. Bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you poor people. You'll never know.